White Sox fans, welcome into the Sox on Tap post game show presented by On Tap Sportsnet. Johnny Nani here alongside my guy Sox Insane with the Thursday Happy Hour crew. That's Nick. We, we, I think we've been on all Thursday shows except for one this year. Crack them. Cheers. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing all right. Glad to be here having a beer with you as always. Um, yeah, I think the, the midweek, uh, you know, afternoon game has been all us, but man, that was a doozy. Um, you know, uh, I don't know how many scoring opportunities you have, you can waste in one game, but, uh, we did a bunch of them and it's a, it's a bummer, but you know, you at least take the series. Yeah, right. Um, White Sox finally win a series, but unfortunately that last game, the one that we're discussing here today, this Thursday game, uh, like you said, the title of this episode is Wasted. They wasted multiple golden opportunities, at least three prime scoring chances. They were brutal with runners in scoring position, end up falling, uh, slips away late uh, when the bullpen's already kind of taxed there. Uh, 7-3 the final, um, Twins take it. Finale from the White Sox, but series win. So um, I think a thought that you had shared with me right before we jumped on is kind of pertinent. Um, the, you know, the expectation going in the series. Elaborate on that a little bit. Yeah, I mean, you. <clears throat> we finally stopped the ten-game losing streak on Sunday. Some of that momentum carried over into the series. We took two or three, and if you told me we were going to have a three-game winning streak and win the series at home here against Minnesota, I would have been pretty satisfied. But when you lose like that in the final game, when the sweep was just right there within reach, it's a t- pretty tough pill to swallow. So hopefully the bad vibes don't carry over into this series here against Cincinnati. Yeah, right. Uh, we're going to discuss more of that later in the show. Uh, but before we dive in uh, really deep here, uh, listeners, we appreciate you tuning in. Make sure you go and subscribe to ONTAP Sportsnet on YouTube. Click the little alert button so you know when we go live. Drop your comments uh, in there, and we can feature them on the screen. Love to hear your thoughts uh, on the White Sox. As always, uh, go and follow us on social media, at Sox on Tap and at on Tap Sportsnet. All right, housekeeping out of the way. Get into this game. Uh, starts off, we, we got to talk about some smooth, tasty gelato to start, Besnick. This is another excellent start by Lucas Giolito, and he gave you some length, too. Yeah, I mean, we've rarely, I think we may have had, may have had one other starting pitcher go seven innings so far this year. Um, strong seven innings, uh, two hits. One of them, unfortunately, left the building. Only three walks, seven Ks, 101 pitches. Uh, that's, that's uh, you know, you can't ask for much more than that. And, you know, he's got his ear right now well under uh, four on the season. It's at three, six, seven. So Giolito's been our, our, our most reliable starter so far here in the early going, but um, unfortunately he didn't, uh, didn't leave, left with the lead, but didn't get the win. Yeah, right. Uh, that, that was unfortunate. You know, uh, with Giolito, j- just like you'd said, most reliable right now. Um, it, people talked about it. I think it was kind of, kind of became a meme of sorts. Can you get back to 2021 uh, Giolito? Right. Or, you know, uh, the bounce back from the worst pitcher in baseball, all of those. I mean, we, we all know the jokes. Right. Um, but it, it does. It's in a different fashion, though. He's no longer a two pitch pitcher, which um, I, I we've touched on it on previous starts of his uh, when he has been effective. Um, but being able to utilize that slider is always so huge for him. So um, it's an encouraging sign uh, going forward because White Sox are going to need a lot more length, especially with how much uh, they're taxing the bullpen. Flipping it to the bullpen, 
it's a it was a kick in the nuts, man. Ronaldo Lopez comes in. He was absolute nails last year. I think he allowed one or two home runs all of last year. Hasn't been the greatest start to the season for him, and he gives up a solo shot in the eighth inning. Um, felt a little deflating at the time. Yeah, he's had a rough uh, rough year so far. Uh, he's got an ERA of eight seven eight. He he got the first two batters. Uh, it looked like it was going to be a, a smooth inning, and then um, you know the the two out solo homer, and and the game's tied just like that. I know he left that start a little early on Sunday. I'm sorry, not start his appearance on Sunday against the Rays a little early. He got roughed up in that one. They said he had bicep fatigue, so he wasn't even available in these first two. Um, so I don't know if that affected him in any way. I mean, the velocity was still there. It was still up around, you know, 98 to 100. Um, but yeah, you uh, you can only hold back um, some of the some of the middle of the lineup bats. Uh, <clears throat> like Correa. Correa went deep off Geo and Buxton off of Raylo. You can only hold those guys for so long. Um, and two runs, uh, you know, it's not a ton of run support. So, yeah, right. So, yeah. That's, it. That's a good point. Uh, I want to keep it positive here, though, because I thought that was the, you know, since we had a bullpen, you know, did their job day yesterday um, and <laughs> held the lead through and White Sox, you know, eventually able to pull that game out there. I thought, you know, it was like the meme, the here it comes, the guy, you know, waiting for like the storm, like coming behind him. I thought that like the implosion was coming there, but the rest of the, I, I got to give credit until it got down to the, the 12th when, when we've already burned a bunch of arms there. Penn did their job. You, you got, you know, outside of Lopez giving up that one long ball, that's the, the lone blemish on him. Then Graveman, Lambert, Bummer, they all do their jobs for, for innings and give the White Sox offense chances to cash in. But we'll get to this in a second. The offense just wasn't able to, but I do want to commend the rest of that bullpen staff because um, it's been a roller coaster of a year um, and a lot of underperformance from guys that I think we thought were going to be the reliable ones are the guys that we needed to be the reliable ones in Liam Hendricks absence and, you know, didn't go the way that we wanted to earlier on, but hey, if they're going to write this, write the ship, just start playing better baseball in general, it's going to take increased levels of performance all across the board, position players, starting pitchers, bullpen too. Um, but I think the bullpen gets a little bit more scrutiny because it's usually in crunch time, right? <laughs> right. And uh, and they came up pretty clutch uh, between the between the time when they ran out of pitchers at the end and uh, in Lopez's homer. You know, Jimmy Lambert came in in the 10th, got Correa to bounce into an inning-ending double play. That was huge. Uh, I think it was Bummer in the ninth who struck out the side. You know, we're always – on pins and needles every time we see Bummer come into the game because we don't know which version of Bummer we're going to get, but we got good Bummer today, and uh, and he did well. Uh, Graveman as well. I was a little worried when he came into the game because he doesn't usually pitch very well in back-to-back -back days, uh, but these right. guys are taxed. These guys are, are running out of gas, and hopefully that doesn't um, – hopefully they can figure something out going into uh, the next series because these guys have had a lot of, a lot of innings, and those guys like – uh, like Raylo, for example, did not emerge to be the the closer and fill in for for Liam Hendricks. And now we're getting good contributions, luckily from uh, Keenan Middleton and Gregory Santos. But it hasn't been enough. Um, we we need somebody who can get those outs in pressure situations. Liam's that guy, and hopefully he'll be back soon. Sounds like he's inching closer to a return. So that's good news on the horizon. 
Right. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk a little bit of injury news at the end there, but uh, I think it's going to be paramount. Um, just, you know, looking ahead to the weekend, uh, need some length out of these starters. You Geo, you know, even though we didn't get the win today, I think that's a good set the tone performance. I think his rotation mates uh, should take a page out of his book um, as they travel out to Cincinnati this weekend. All right. Let's get down to it. Wasted title of this episode. <laughs> Three golden opportunities. Then I guess you have another one, too. You could count. It wasn't as good as the first three. But, man, eighth, ninth, and tenth, all situations in which the White Sox should have pushed across a run. And they were damn close. They were actually this close. When you're looking at, you know, this game of inches, Hanser Alberto turning and swinging into a pitch. And he was hit by it with the bases loaded. Should have won the game. But they called that. He swung on it. That was just one of the many instances here. Besnick, um, you know, it, it was nice for the vibes to have Billy Hamilton back. But Billy, the hitter that we saw in, in like around Memorial Day 2021, he ain't back. It's just Billy, the base runner. Yeah. And, and I'll take Billy, the base runner. Um, I mean, that was huge for him to just be able to swipe second as easily as he did. And then he moves up on the wild pitch. And, you know, that wasn't really a wild pitch that got away where, um, you know, you can move up easily. That's a that's a wild pitch where only somebody who's Billy Hamilton or is almost as fast as Billy can can get over to third and get him on third, no outs, and you completely squander that opportunity. And uh, obviously, the Alberto thing is just uh, just a really weird game uh, across the board. There were a lot of um, a lot of strange plays like that, but um, unfortunately. Um, you know, this is this is who we've got to work with. You've got Berger on IL, Moncada on IL, Romy Gonzalez on IL. Um, so it's it's Hanser Alberto and, and Lennon Sosa out there. And uh and that's the best we've got, unfortunately. Yeah, right. Uh, you know, you can only play the hand that you're dealt, and unfortunately, it's kind of a shitty hand right now. Um, I know we did get Tim Anderson back, and I know Moncada's going on a rehab stint soon, but when you did talk about the Twins being able to issue four intentional walks just to get to the batter of their choosing, I, I got a shout-out to our guy, Matt Voodoo, um, who's always in the comments here, and he had a tweet, and it might be a little harsh, but he says, having so many opportunities to walk guys to get to losers is hilariously terrible roster slash lineup building. <laughs> I think that just really highlights what we had just talked about there. And it's like, I know Hans Alberto is just a kind of a journeyman veteran guy, usually good clubhouse presence, but my God, it's you're missing your, you know, mainstays. He's supposed to be a bench guy. A last one off the guy that you're calling off the bench for the defensive replacement in the extra innings or whatever it may be. Um, when you're trying to lock down a game and you want your big guns to be able to do it. But like you said, they got to work with what they got. So um, it, it just felt, you know, Lennon Sosa, uh, he had a sack bunt one time, but then another time uh, he struck out after two failed attempts uh, in the 11th. And you just see that it's, it's not that they don't have the skill level to do it. It's not honed there and they are not the guys that you are used to counting on in those situations. So it's frustrating as fans to watch. Um, and we're going to sit here and pick it apart. Um, <laughs> but I, at the same time, I feel for those guys because it's just the situation they're thrust into. And we talk, you know, you, I think uh, something that you hint on in all of your posts over at on tapsportsnet.com, especially when talking about relievers, it's well, the white Sox haven't used certain guys in roles that will set them up for success. Unfortunately, they don't have any choice, but for some of these bench guys to be playing here and then obviously get a wick wild kind of game uh, with pinch runners, pinch hitters, defensive replacements, all that kind of stuff thrown out of whack. Bench was empty by the end of the game. 
Yeah, uh, they 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 went with what they did. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> maybe pinch running for Vaughn. I mean, that kind of that kind of bites you in the ass when you don't score there because now Vaughn's out of the lineup and Billy's in. Uh, you know, Tim came off the bench. He was supposed to have the day off. Um, you know, he he whiffs on that ground ball in the 12th. So uh, just a lot of bad baseball today. Um, it's just uh, just a very, very unfortunate the way that things unfolded here. It, it's just uh, it's it's just maddening to see that getting a guy on in runners in scoring position. And I think they went uh, they went one for 16. <laughs> with runners in scoring position and that Ooh. bottom of the lineup, all these guys that stink, uh, Alberto <laughs> Andrews, Sosa and Zavala, uh, a total of two hits and Alberto's came as a double with two outs and nobody on. And they right. also combined for eight strikeouts. The White Sox struck out 14 times. So, um, yeah, when, uh, when, when you get to, down to that bottom of the lineup, there's not many guys that can hit. Um, for our for for our podcast audio only listeners, I was just doing the whole time Besnick was running off the those numbers there, those atrocious numbers. I was doing the oof face meme. Oof, that's the, a, a size extra large. Um, that, that's where we're at when you when you hear those kinds of numbers. But like I said, kind of a wild game. And just going back really quick to that, I know you said it kind of comes back to bite you in the ass, but unfortunately, that's a damned if you do, damned if you don't situation, pinch running for Andrew Vaughn in the eighth because Hamilton's able to get to third, like you had said, doing a nice job with his base running there, steal second, gets third on a wild pitch. Um, but then you get ground outs, and this is from some of your, you know, Eloy, man, it's like if he could have just come through one more time for us. I know we've relied on him for the past two games, and he did provide the two-run homer earlier in the game, um, but you would have liked just one more clutch hit there and then that would have sealed it wouldn't have even had to go into extras so then we could have possibly saved some bullpen arms too going forward so um after that billy has to stay in uh gets multiple at bats and you know we know billy the hitter is not here so uh, no that's where we're at talking about wasted opportunities in this game once again uh socks fall seven three in the series finale so um Mesnick, let's talk injuries because the reason why a lot of these guys are in here is because of injuries. We've got some updates. Um, go, go ahead and dive in on first the one today, uh, Jake Berger, Yohan Mankata. Uh, what's the news here? Yeah, uh, bummer about Jake Berger. You know, he came out of the game in the fifth yesterday with the oblique strain, or they call it a left side uh, discomfort or something along those lines and turns out to be an oblique strain, which is uh, which is a huge blow to the lineup. This is a team that's 22nd in Major League Baseball in home runs, and he leads the team with seven of them. So uh, that's that's a huge loss um, not having his bat. We could have absolutely used that today. But, you know, he's our backup third baseman because our starting third baseman is also out. Moncada's progressing from that back injury where he's got a protruding disc in his back, which sounds uh, pretty nasty, but sounds like per Pedro Grifol, he's going to start a rehab assignment this weekend. So hopefully he's back within the next week because we need uh, middle infielders. Right. Um, you talk about those kind of transactions that come along with 
um, shuffling these guys around. Unfortunately, Berger going to the IL, like you mentioned, Mancata on track to return. But in the meantime, got to have guys fill the roster. So Lenin Sosa, after going back down, Charlotte, two games, apparently hit well. Um, I was listening to the radio broadcast for a little bit uh, in the early innings of today's game. And Len had said that uh, Sosa had a three-hit game down at Charlotte, but I need to just, I've gotten ragged a little bit for, well, you got to give Sosa time and you got to give him some slack. And um, he always takes a while to adjust to a new level. If we're going on those grounds, since he went technically went down, he really wasn't there long. When he comes back, do we restart that time? You know, Oh, well, he's at a new level again, technically that's that's a sarcastic as a remark when it comes to that. (laughs) <laughs> yeah i mean I, i've heard the same thing about him too and the numbers all back it up um i don't know i mean that was a decent sample size i think it was probably around 50 at bats and the guy's hitting like 143 so sure he needs an adjustment period but i mean you can't hit 143 and be playing with any consistency in, in major league baseball he just looks like a triple a player he looked overmatched hopefully he can regroup maybe that lights a fire under him to Sorry, our, our guy Matt doing it again in the comment section. For our once again, for our audio only listeners, comment here says only bitches love Sosa. Thanks, Matt. Appreciate that. Nice, <laughs> great nice. addition, sir. And, and you know, you you can't rely on him. You can't rely on on Hanser Alberto. These are um, the this is the bottom of the barrel of the lineup that uh, that you're going with. There's there's nothing else. These are your depth pieces. And, you know, you don't have any other choice but to, but to roll them out there. And um, hopefully, uh, hopefully it lights up the demotion lights a fire under him. We'll, uh, we'll see. I know the, the roster shuffle, they made 11 moves at the beginning of the week. Hopefully <laughs> yeah. that lit a fire under these guys a little bit. You know, we got Billy Hamilton. We got Tim back. So the vibes are there. You get Tim, who's the leader, spark plug at the top of the lineup. And they played better because of it. They played better the last couple of days. So, um, I do appreciate that the Sox are trying by, by shuffling the deck. I mean, maybe we're just reshuffling chairs on the, on the deck of the Titanic. But, you know, it, it, <laughs> it, it, it turned into a couple of wins those first two games. That was enough to get us excited. And um, I do appreciate the fact that they, you know, moved on from Larry Garcia in March. In April, they moved on from Jose Ruiz. These are guys who are under contract making Jake millions Aikman. of dollars. And then Jake Diekman, too. Uh, these guys that are on the hot seat, they're just getting rid of them. So I kind of like that, and it's kind of uh, an aggressive approach. And hopefully the guys in the clubhouse see people coming and going, you know, here today, gone tomorrow. And, you know, maybe that lights a fire into them to start playing a little better. Hopefully uh, it's a very hopeful outlook for Lennon Sosa, but hopefully it rings true. All right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that's good kind of roundup summation of position players there. Um, we, we touched on, you know, Diekman uh, getting, getting DFA'd and uh, other guys possibly coming back. I know Alex Calme is up now. Peralta made his debut. Um, rough welcome to the show moment for him. But once again, I think yeah. uh, th- that game was about to bust anyway. And he unfortunately was there. Um, and uh, the, the twins popped, but placed the needle in the balloon uh, right when he got on the mountain there. So um, next one that we got, big one. William Hendricks, man, just incredible news. About to be on a rehab assignment here. Um, this whole track back um, after the the di- all all the way from the diagnosis to um, his treatments to being on the video board on opening day, saying he was finishing his last treatment to um, being 
declared cancer free to his press conference to his struck out cancer t-shirt that he was wearing uh talking to the media yesterday um all of this just awesome and then we get the news now he's going on a rehab assignment soon we're actually going to get him back in the bullpen so i know everyone talks about this as a great you know story and no matter what happens with the white Sox, and i think merck said it they could go on and win a championship this is already the best white Sox story of the year Totally agree, but let's talk impact here. I think this will help re-slot guys in where they need to be, bullpen-wise. 100%. I mean, he comes in and automatically assumes that closer role that's been missing so far, and now Raylo can slot down one. So can, so can Bummer, so can Jimmy Lambert. Now you got guys that you can think about with Santos and Middleton. Um, you know, could uh, could turn around to be a, a formidable thing. This is supposed to be the strength of the team, and we sank a billion dollars into the bullpen. <laughs> <laughs> so, so hopefully, these this kind of starts to turn it around. Um, you know, uh, th- this was a pretty strong performance yesterday. Was so ho- hopefully these guys are getting right. But yeah, what a, what a story to come back this quickly. And not only that, he's going on this rehab assignment, and they said he only needs like four or five appearances before he's ready to come back. So. Um, you know, we could be seeing Liam Hendricks at 35th and Shields in, you know, a week, a week to 10 days. That's, uh, it's amazing. And uh, hopefully I can get there for, uh, for the return. Uh, the White Sox also have to have a lead in the ninth inning. <laughs> right. But, um, but yeah, that's going to be pretty epic to be there that day. Yeah, all right. I'm looking forward to that as well. So, um, you know, once again, re- reinforcements on the way. Great story. And then I think that does uh, wonders for the vibes we talked about. I think Sean and Tony touched on it very well in last night's postgame show um, about the vibes with Billy Hamilton being back. And obviously saw the hustle and being able to score on a ground out when he was running in that game uh, to provide some insurance in uh, Wednesday's game. Um, but, the, you know, that also adds a veteran presence there. Shit, getting Liam back, I think that will help big time. And I know it's a little bit different position players versus uh, pitchers, and even those guys have talked about it. But, man, uh, he's just an infectious personality. He's fiery. Um, he's a competitor. And I think he'll elevate the game of everyone around him uh, just from his you know presence will be uplifting. And then um, his passion for the game. If, he, if that guy doesn't, you know, if he wants to come back and go, go right at it after receiving cancer treatment, why the hell am I, you know, moping around about my bad inning that I had? You know, shit like that. Seriously, right. that, yep. that's uh, honestly he's, how I view it. So he's a set the tone guy. Right. Absolutely. Set the tone guy Absolute for the tone. All right. Yeah. Let's look ahead. Weekend series uh, starting a seven game road trip. Uh, first up is three at Cincinnati. And I need to forewarn everybody that the Friday night game is an Apple TV broadcast or Macintosh TV, as our guy NWI Steve would call it. Um, but that's not the same as last year. Remember, you could go and just as long as you had the app, you could go and access it. Not the case this year. You got to have a paid subscription to uh, Apple TV Plus. So um, if you're sailing the seas, I'll be joining you. Um, <laughs> but if you got it, it's on Apple TV. So expect that. Um, I would also recommend matching up uh, Len DJ's radio call. Um, that was a favorite of mine last year because it's not that all of those announcers are terrible, but I like our hometown call. Uh, and it is cool to get the radio along with a video feed every once in a while. So just kicking that off with that. Um, but then looking at this weekend series, uh, Lynn, Clevenger, Kopech, um, what, what are we expecting here this weekend? Well, we'll see. I mean, Lance posted the picture of himself eating the salad the other day. Right. Uh, taking Steve Stone up on his advice. Well, I should say his wife did, which is um, a strong move there on her on her part. Um, hopefully, Lance can um, can start uh, can start turning this around. I mean, he's had some good starts. He's had some really bad too. He's got an ERA above seven, 
And they're going up against Hunter Green, who's uh, who's off to a great start, ERA under three so far. I'm not sure who Cincinnati has been playing uh, recently, but they're 13 and eight uh, with a winning record at home. So uh, this is, you know, on paper, you see 13 and 18. That's not good, but they've got a, a good pitching matchup there against Lynn. Um, <clears throat> but hopefully Lance can turn it around and, and keep us in the game. Hopefully the offense can produce some some runs here. Right. I'm hoping he can build on the majority of his outing from his uh, game Saturday against the race because he had no hitter going. No hitter going in uh, was in the seventh, and then the wheels fell off. Um, I know some of those runs ended up being charged to him uh, after the fact, but, um, you know, it, it was overall a solid outing, and that's a damn good lineup he was shutting down. So you're not yep. going to have, like, once again, we need to reiterate Cincinnati isn't a pushover, and, you know, you go and look at our records. Like, technically, they should be the favorite, right? Uh, we're talking about who's the better team right now, um, but uh, the lineup is not as potent as Tampa Bay's. I don't think any lineup right now, at least with the, with the hot the going on, just based off of, you know, opening day two now, no lineup has been as good top to bottom as Tampa Bay. And there's a reason why uh, they got off such a torrid start. So um, hopefully Lance can uh, harness that and uh, maybe an unfamiliar opponent too. And I've seen an NL team. I know we're going to start seeing more of these guys in the future, but um, you know, it's not like we've been facing the Reds um, every year for the past, you know, three years. So um, right. I'm hoping some of that, that, that can uh, play into our favor here. Um, and then, you know, um, hitting baseballs out into that river space and that big stands out in left field. Home runs look cool at Cincinnati. And I want to see some, you know, upper deck bombs to left field, some Eloy and Robert pull shots. And then Yaz, perfect time to bat drop and try and destroy that uh, steamboat out there in right field. Yeah, they uh, they need to. Uh, I mean, it's just it, it lacks so much power in that lineup, especially with Tim getting the day off today. It just looked rough on paper, but Tim will be in the lineup. Eloy is heating up three hits today. Robert was on base three times, two walks and a hit. Um, so hopefully those guys can keep it going because they're uh, they're they're the ones that are going to run run the show here. And Andrew Vaughn too. Before I forget about him, you're going to mention his name too. You've got. Him and then Ben Attendee as well. So you got about the, the top five guys in that lineup, throw Yaz in there, hit some, hit some long balls and, uh, and get some runs on the board early for the big bastard. Hopefully you can hold it down um, in that series. Right. Uh, one of my final thoughts here as we're winding it down uh, on this edition of Socks on Tap um, is something that you had touched on uh, in your post over at ontapsportsnet.com about Berger going down. Um, he was your home run leader. Need to replace that power production. Um, I know Eloy has been heating up as of late. He needs to continue it. Luis Robert coming out, you know, you know nice three-run shot in the first inning of Wednesday's game. Uh, those guys need to keep it going. All those that you mentioned, Andrew Vaughn, um, shit, it'd be nice to see, uh, you know, other guys too uh, up and down the lineup because there there is home run potential there. Yes, I, I remember end of 2021. You were an absolute monster run creator. Let's get back to that. Um, you had a day off here, so hopefully coming in fresh. Uh, that's what I'm looking forward to. All right, last thing here, you got to pick the click for Friday's game. I know we don't know the lineup, but let's take a stab in the dark. Um, I'm going to go with Tony's baby boy, Gavin Sheets. If he's in the lineup, uh, I have a pretty good feeling that he will be. We need a, uh, with Berger out. He's really the only other option there to DH. I'm sure, you know, Alberto or Soso played third. So lefty against the righty, I'll take that matchup. Uh, 
and uh, and hopefully hopefully uh, Gavin can put one in the seats because we haven't seen that from him in a while. You know, he had an O for today, so I think he's due. I'm going with Sheets. Yeah. All right. I, I like that. Uh, going for the power guys. I'm going to go with the guy I haven't picked in maybe about a week. Uh, Eloy Jimenez. Um, he's heating up. Yeah. You obviously saw the home runs uh, in this series against the twins. And I'll answer a question here. I got Matt asked, what's an upper deck bomb? Um, well, m- much like throwing in a, you know, fat Zinn. Um, Eloy Jimenez pull, pull shot out to left field in Cincinnati. They got those kind of tiered bleacher sort of weird setup out there and if you can hit it up into those seats they're kind of steep so uh maybe you give someone a double nosebleed um out there in, in the left field seats so that's what i'm talking about with the upper deck bombs at cincinnati uh, very ballpark specific there so all right besnick uh been a good show um we'll be back sunday fun day uh enjoy your weekend everybody um crack a beer go white Sox. until next time white Sox forever White Sox forever.